Welcome, it's Thursday, March 2nd, 2006. The Infested Sound presents the first annual Anatomy Awards. This is The Infested Sound. Welcome back, everybody. Back again. Back again. This is episode two of the Infested Sound podcast, based in Kansas City, Missouri. Midwest pride, people. And we'd like to start the show off with saying we have a freaking website now. It is out. The website is out. Go to Up it. Up and running. We have a website out. It's pretty crappy, but... I mean, if, if for no other reason, just go on to see this smooth picture of myself on there. I mean, it there's a there's a very accurate representation of what Phil looks like in real life. Just make sure you scroll down and look at the picture of Phil at, towards the bottom of the page. On the right-hand side, it's a good-looking guy right underneath Jeff. Exactly, and maybe it would make sense to say what this website is. www.theinfestedsound.com you know how to spell that, Phil? I'm pretty sure it's T-H-E-I-N-F-E-S-T-E-D-S-O-U-N-D dot com. That is correct, Phil. You won the spelling thank bee you, for today. You, Let's you, get a clap. You. Let's get a clap. Good job, Phil. You get a gold star on your board today. Nice. It may erase one of the chip marks next to your name, which forces you to spend detention in your uncle's closet. You like the sound of that, Phil? Yeah, it sounds pretty good to me. All right, moving along. Today's show is also brought to us by St. Brendan's Irish Cream Liquor. Discover the secret of St. Brendan's at www.stbrendans.com. That's S-T-B-R-E-N-D-A-N-S. Phil, once again, a nice spelling job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're good at spelling your saints, aren't you? That's right. Well, I mean, I, I visit the saint quite a bit, so. The saint's always been good to us. He gives us advice quite often. Yeah, I mean, if we, if we can't meet up with the admiral, we like to meet up with the saint. Also, St. Brendan's has a beautiful horizon picture of what looks to be a a pirate ship, possibly a Viking ship, but I'm assuming it's the ship which Admiral Nelson used to transport himself from woman's house to woman's house because he was such a pimp. Or at least involved in uh, the Admiral's fleet. Exactly. Because well, I'm assuming the Admiral had several, several ships. Oh, yeah. Be- being the pimp he was. Right, right. All right, Phil, I'm glad you agree with me. But once again, the show is brought to you by St. Brendan's Irish Cream Liquor. Both Phil and I are going to be drinking this through the entire show. We've actually already drank more than half a bottle. Yes, we have, Phil. Wait, wait, wait. Let's give him a little little sound. Here's St. Brendan's Here comes. contribution to the show. Thank you. Thank Ooh, you, Saint. Nice little ding, ding, dang. Go back to your spot there on the table. 17% alcohol by volume. But we'll drink enough to make it matter. Exactly. Phil and I usually prefer 100% alcohol by volume. That's right, but I mean, you, you get what your neighbor buys for you, I guess. Exactly. But my mom did get pissed that we were drinking the alcohol out of the medicine cabinet. So she did start hiding it. She locked it in the family safe. You can only drink cough syrup for so long. Exactly. And 
Moving along here, we have a special show tonight. That's right, Jeff, we do. But before we talk about this very, very special show, I'd like to remind you once again that we have an email address where we need to receive emails from people. We were swamped this last week with emails. That's right. We had we received so many emails that uh, we, we just couldn't decide on one. So exactly. we're just, we're just going to hold off until the next episode, and then we're definitely going to make a decision. Definitely. Too we many good ones decide. to choose from. There were so many emails, tons and tons of mega gigabytes of emails in our web-based Gmail account that we were actually kicked off Google. That's right. Our, our computer actually exploded. But we told them about the sweet podcast we run, so they did give us our email address back. And that email address is theinfestedsound at gmail.com. Phil, you want to spell that for us? Sure, I'll give it a, I'll give it a try. Uh, that would be... Come on, buddy. Come on. Wait, wait. What am I spelling? The, the, the whole thing? Yes, Phil. The, the part with the infested sound before it? Yes, Phil. Okay, all right. Uh, the infested sound would be T-H-E. I N F E S T E D S O U N D. All right. I'm not spelling that again. All right. What is after that though? It's at where? Gmail. At Gmail. G mail. Like G dog. Right. Gmail. Dot com. You want me to spell Gmail too? <laughs> That's all right. Phil. Okay. All right. Once again, we do have an email: the infested sound at gmail. Dot com. Well, the the website's up and running, a place where you can go read movie reviews, read about Phil and I, and listen to the podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can get a taste of it there. You can listen to the podcast on our website. If you don't have iTunes or you don't have a way to subscribe to the site. Very soon now, we're going to start actually putting our reviews on the website. We're going to go to the theater, check out whatever horror movies they have to offer us, and uh, soon after they come out in the theater, you can read a review right on our website. Because we know how bad everybody out there wants to hear what Phil and I think of the movies in the theater. I know you're based on whether or not you're going to go see on what I have to say about it. Yep. Well, moving on, we're going to get to the climax of the show. That's right, the, the, real, the real good part of the show. <laughs> the real good part. That was quite a setup, Phil. Thanks. <laughs> setup for a letdown. But once again, we are having a very special show today. We are going to introduce the very first, not the second, the first, not the negative 17th, the first, the first annual Anatomy Awards. Phil, why don't you tell us what the Anatomy Awards exactly are? Well, Jeff, uh, if you remembered back to episode number one, which I'm sure you all do, of course, we said we were going to do the Anatomy Awards, we said it was going to be an award show for all the horror movies of 2005. Well, we got to looking at the movies that came out in 2005, the horror movies. Well, pretty much all movies. And we realized that there was it was a very bad year for horror movies. Uh, most bad. of them sucked ass. So basically, since we didn't have much to work with in 2005, we decided we're going to set up about 10 categories, 10 different categories. And we're going to go through, we're going to nominate three movies for each category. And then we're going to pick which one each of us liked as the best in each category. That's right, Phil. So we're going to get this started. We're going to go through the different categories. We're going to give what Phil and I thought should have been nominees for these categories, and then we're going to decide on a winner. And you can tell what what the audience thinks by our live studio audience, which will be giving you an applause based on 
how they think your choice was after each award. Correct, and Phil and I will be playing the hosts of the award show with several wisecracks and smart comments, which should make this show very similar to the Oscars or the Grammys. Or the inaugural episode of uh, The Inventive Sound. Which is in itself an original episode. That's right. You're not going to hear this anywhere else, folks. That's right. That's right. So, Phil, do you want to get this started with our first category? Sure. The first category we're going to go with is Best Psychological Horror. Is The Blair Witch Project, The Shining, and The Devil's Rejects. Those are the nominees. Phil's nominees. Now, I want to go back to the first episode for a minute. In the first episode, which I'm sure you all heard, I said that I didn't really consider The Devil's Rejects a horror movie. Well, Jeff's analysis of Last House on the Left as a horror movie convinced me that psychological horror is still horror. So I am now upgrading The Devil's Rejects to a horror movie. Oh, thank you, Phil. That's very nice of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, obviously, since The Blair Witch Project is my favorite horror movie, it's obviously got to be my favorite psychological horror movie as well. So my first winner of Best Psychological Horror is... The Blair Witch Project. The Blair Witch Project, people. Let's hear it. I'm not going to bore you with another analysis of this movie. Not yet, at least. Once again, that was The Blair Witch Project. Now we're going to go over to Jeff. He's going to give you his top three. He's going to give you his favorite of the top three. My top three. Let's start it out here. Similar to Phil's in its own right. The Blair Witch Project. That was my what, my first nominee because I did agree with Phil that it was a great psychological horror film. If you've seen that movie, then of course you'll know what I'm talking about. But I'm not going to argue with you naysayers out there that don't agree with Phil and I about the movie. But we would like to hear from anyone that does. Please do. We would like us. to add you for our to our favorite listeners list on the website. That's right. On the website, we do have a favorite listeners list right now. Chad Keller-Strauss is leading the pack right now at number one, but we are looking to replace him. Yes, He's very we, replaceable. We would like another douchebag to take his place. You're going to have to be quite a douchebag to uh, top Chad. So uh, bring yeah. your douchebaggedness, and we're ready to hear it. Yep. Or just make us laugh. If you make us laugh, we'll put your name up there because we'll probably like you. That's right. Jeff, why don't you give him uh, number two and number three on your list? My next nominee would be a little gem, as I like to say, called the, not the, but called Saw. Just Saw. Yes. Saw. Very close on my list. Probably came in at number four. You may Very be familiar movie. with the sequel, which was out in theaters not too long ago and just came out on DVD. But the original, which started it off, is a great psychological horror. Great, one of the better endings in a horror movie. Also, never didn't. I don't know about you, but I did not see that coming. Very good. And don't want to give it away lot... or anything, but great, great ending. If you haven't seen it, I you should ch- definitely check it out. And there's a lot of cool guys out there, guys that are cooler than us that work at say Hardee's and not Arby's. <laughs> yeah, you've got the thick burger, we've got the roast beef. Apparently, that makes you better than us. But you do like to argue the fact that I watched the Saw and I knew what was going to happen the whole movie. You didn't fucking know. You didn't know. You didn't know, people. Okay, Jeff, let's go. Number three. Number three, The Shining. By the way, these are in no particular order. This is just my third nominee. Why don't you give them your winner, then? My third nominee was The Shining, in case you people forgot. Also one of Phil's nominees. My winner for Best Psychological Horror is going to have to be The Shining. The Shining? The Shining. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. You're shocked, Phil. I'm shocked. Why are you shocked? Because I figure when The Blair Witch Project is number six on your on your top five, 
that it would it would certainly be ahead of The Shining, considering The Shining wasn't on there. And I agree, but for the sake of this particular category, okay, when okay. we're looking at strictly psychological horror, okay, The Blair Witch Project is strictly psychological horror, okay, but The Shining makes its case on just psychological horror. That is the only horror in that movie. Am I wrong, Phil? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you're wrong. All right, what would you... (laughs) Shall we flip on it, or shall we fight about it? Well, I'd really like to break this bottle of St. Brennan's over your head for saying something so stupid, but... How dare you even say such a thing? I wouldn't do that to St. Brennan. Thank you. There is still a little dribble of St. Brennan's in the bottom of this bottle. That's right. The bottom of this bottle. (laughs) We may drink later... When we get desperate, I'm going to have to go check my fridge, sift through the strawberry Kool-Aid, the Gatorade, and the Capri Suns, and see what kind of alcohol I've got in the back that my dad... I will take whatever you got. My dad does hide his alcohol in the back of the fridge, behind his medication. Which we also take. (laughs) Which we also take. We prefer to take it with alcohol. You're not supposed to ingest a hemorrhoid cream, but Phil and I do do that, which makes us kind of loopy sometimes and makes us have crazy nightmares. That's right. That's right. Uh, All right. So uh, that was best psychological horror. Now we are going to go to a hot topic, a hot topic, best zombie movie. Now this might be the horror movie genre that has the most movies. I mean, you got... Tons and tons, tons every year, just tons of tons zombie of good movies, movies coming out. So we're gonna give you we're gonna give you our top three. So go check them out if you haven't seen them yet. Jeff's gonna break down his top three for y'all right now. I'm gonna go through this one quick because I already have this one decided. We got 28 days later is a nominee. Let's hear it for 28 days later. Thank you. Zombie is my next, the original zombie from the 1970s. Now, why don't you tell them a little bit about it, because I don't—I highly doubt a lot of people have even heard of this movie. If you can get your hands on this movie, it is the first really gory movie I ever saw. There is a part with a splinter from a door literally going through somebody's eye. It's a close-up of the splinter going through the eye. That was disturbing enough to make me say, hey, that is one of the best zombie movies I've ever seen. That, that is a very good scene for uh, for its time period. Correct. And my last nominee is Dead Alive, and I think you all know that that movie is going to be my winner of best zombie movie. So let's hear it. We'll just go ahead and say that's the official winner. I had all a right. feeling that's what you were going to pick. All right. Let's just go ahead and skip Phil. Is that cool? No, no, that's not all right with me. Because I picked a totally different movie, a much better movie than you. Okay, we want to go top three. I'm going to go Dawn of the Dead. I'm talking about the original Dawn of the Dead this time around. Original Dawn of the Dead, great movie, great movie. 28 Days Later, if you have not seen this movie, it's by Danny Boyle, the director of Train Spotting. It is a very different kind of zombie movie. you, You turn in five seconds as opposed to five hours. They're very quick in this movie as opposed to extremely slow. It's an excellent movie. I highly recommend it. And Nobody my, likes a slow zombie. That's right. That's right. And my last is Resident Evil, which is also my winner. Great game. Probably, if not my favorite, top three favorite games of all time. And they did not disappoint with the movie. What a freaking geek. Yes. So Resident Evil, best zombie movie. And 
Now, uh... This one is going to be real tough to, to agree on, because Dead Alive is my number one horror movie of all time, and Resident Evil is the worst movie of all time. Are you serious? You don't like Resident Evil? Resident Evil is not that great of a oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm afraid it is. Zombie dogs are always cool. I like yeah. zombie dogs. Right. And a really hot chick. Right. Hot chicks are cool. Okay. Video game theme. Okay. Pretty gay. But they didn't, well, at least they didn't do anything like House of the Dead, where they actually went to cuts of the video game during the movie. I will tell you a video game that needs to be remade that will be freaking scary. Okay. Let me tell you what yeah. video game that yeah. is. DuckTales for NES. That is one horrifying game. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck literally jumps around on his cane and kills things, people, infests the world with disease, and everyone turns into a zombie. Yeah, I think Lionsgate's interested in uh, producing. I think you may see a production of DuckTales coming out pretty soon. Yeah, I doubt it. Okay, um, so next what we're going to go to, we're going to go to Best Vampire Movie. Best, best vampire. vampire Movie. Best Vampire. Why don't you kick it off, Phil? I'm going to take a drink. I'm okay, gonna... now this... This category, I'm not a huge fan of vampire movies in general. I think they make way too many of them, and 90% of them suck ass. But there are three that I think that are excellent. That would be Blade, Interview with the Vampire, and From Dust Till Dawn, which you all know how much I like from the first episode. Obviously, my pick is going to be From Dust Till Dawn, but it's close. Interview with the Vampire, very good movie also in Blade. All, all three different movies, so check them all out. But if you want my favorite, it's no contest from Dusk Till Dawn. From Dusk Till Dawn. Bold move, my friend. I'm going to give you my three. My nominees are Lost Boys. Great vampire movie. Very good. What was that made in the 80s, Phil? Yes, it was. 80s. Joel Schumacher directed. Corey Feldman. Kiefer Sutherland. Corey Haynes. Corey Haynes. The Corys. The Corys. They are dreamy. (laughs) I wouldn't say that, Phil. Well, they were dreamy. They actually are a couple of douchebags, but I'm sure they got plenty of good-looking girls back in the day, as yeah, we all know. Back in the day. Next one up is Blade 1, the first Blade, the original. Yeah, do not, whatever you do, do not rent Blade Trinity, Blade 3, it is fucking terrible. But Blade 1 and Blade 2, both quality movies. Alright, calm down there, Phil. Alright, sorry, I get a little Blade. worked up when, when, they, Wesley make, when they make two quality movies and then the third one is complete shit. It just pisses me off a little bit. Wesley Snipes, known by darkness to many. A little line from the Chappelle show. Alright? Darkness. We called him darkness because he was the darkest bleep around. <laughs> Darker than Wesley that's, Snipes. That's uh that's Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy said this was before Wesley Snipes. Before the darkest bleep around. Alright, why don't you give him your third nominee? My third and the winner. I'm sure you guys have seen a trend here that I'm being a jackass and leaving my winner to last. But my winner would be the one that started it off. The first real good vampire movie that scared the H out of the world. They had never seen anything like this before. A little film called Nosferatu. You like that, Phil? That's a pretty good choice. Uh, it's no From Dust Till Dawn, but I mean, if it wasn't for movies like Nosferatu, there wouldn't be a From Dust Till Dawn. This so movie I, I would have to agree out. with you on your choice there. Correct. As this far as originality movie, goes, that 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 is the the. This Mac movie Daddy. influenced, I'm assuming, all of the pre- prior 
horror vampire movies that did come out. That's in right. fact, a, a movie Shadow of the Vampire was made in reflection of the movie Nosferatu. Yeah, yeah, and it is very good. Also, Willem Dafoe plays an excellent Nosferatu. Everyone likes William Dafoe. I like William Dafoe in Boondock Saints, a oh, great yeah. movie. Platoon. Platoon also. He's one crazy cat. Yes. So, I think Phil and I have decided that Nosferatu is the best. Yeah, except for <laughs> Vampire movie ever made. Yes. Wrong. Okay, now our next category, which we're going to go to this. We, we argued about whether or not to even include this category because there's such a lack of quality movies. Yeah. But since we did Vampire and Zombie, we're going to go ahead and we're going to do Best Werewolf Movie. And before we start this, I'm not going to lie. I ripped this off of another guy out there. I heard him making a podcast about werewolves. And he talked about Silver Bullet the entire show, which was kind of odd. But a guy out there has a podcast called The Horror Show. His name's Corby. It's a very solid show, actually. I feel kind of bad for talking so much trash on him last. Well, you didn't actually episode. call him by his name, so you know, might, you might not have even been talking about Correct. him. Correct. Just forget I ever said that. That's but, right. And and I would have to agree with his taste on werewolf movies. I mean, I mean, my uh, my top three has definitely got Silver Bullet in it. Good werewolf movie. Real good movie. But I would like to say, I would like to give a plug out there to the horror show. Another horror podcast. It's pretty solid. It is. It's very. It's, it's the second best next to ours. Correct. Second best out there. We are first in the universe. So listen to ours and then listen to his. Correct. And actually, don't listen to his right now because he hasn't emailed me back yet. That's right. So we haven't decided whether or not we like him or we hate him. But we'll let you know as soon as he decides to get back with us. Apparently he's working some OT at Sonic and one of the wheels fell off of his skate. So he's been having some problems getting around the parking lot and he works with a competitor so we don't know what arby's view is on working with one of our competitors but we will get back to you about corby they have tater tots we have tater wedges that's right and everyone knows tater wedges are better yep it's a triangle that's right it's a fucking triangle all right (laughs) now jeff's now jeff's gonna give you his top three werewolf and then i'll do mine i'm gonna not start off with three two one I'm going to tell you in random order this time. I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Give it to him. Brotherhood of the Wolf. Now, this was the disputed one for both of us, which is it is in both of our lists. I don't know. Some people may argue that it's not tough. a werewolf movie. It's tough. tough. I mean, but like I said before, there's a lack of quality werewolf movies. So when there yep. is something good about at least a wolf, something this good, that we got to include it in this list. And we have a more ridiculous movie in our list anyway. So A really good French film. That is dubbed in English pretty well. You can't really tell the difference. Yeah, it's, it's quality dubbing. Brotherhood of the Wolf. It's a pretty good, violent movie. It's pretty horrific in parts. The wolf scenes are pretty crazy. It's got some excellent fight scenes. Excellent the fight special scenes. effects are better than you would expect. Yeah, I apparently the French can make a good movie. Yeah, know? I mean, I, I thought that they couldn't, and, uh, well, they've got one. The French haven't made a good movie since uh, Ninja Turtle's Secret of the Use. <laughs> yeah, that was- that movie kicked ass. And I'm not even sure if the French made that, but I do love that movie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next. Underworld Evolution. Probably still in the theaters if you're living in a backwoods country town like probably we are. Probably still in the theaters. Underworld Evolution. Now, I noticed you picked Underworld Evolution. Did you think it was better than Underworld? Yes, I did. Underworld Evolution is much more violent. You're oh, yeah. seeing... 
werewolves' jaws get ripped off, werewolves getting chopped out, guts, blood, all the good things that make a werewolf movie a good movie. And as far as werewolves go, special effects-wise, Underworld is far and away got the best-looking werewolf that Incredible. you're going to see in any movie. And the best-looking main character That's you're right, ever going to see. Kate Beckinsale, excuse me. Yep. She is one beautiful girl, Phil. She is, she is. All right, all right, now, why don't, why don't you give them number three now, Jeff? Number three, and... In all and seriousness, give them All seriousness, I tricked you here. This is my number one. Oh! I hate to do this to you guys, but I did trick you guys once again. My number one movie of all time. Werewolf. 1980s, people. 1980s. That is the decade. Give it to them. A film called... Teen, Teen Wolf. Wolf. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, Michael J. Fox. Phil's category says best werewolf movie. That's true. I, I did not add the word horror in This movie there. has a freaking werewolf in it. It may not be scary. Michael J. Fox is sexy. It's almost He's almost so sexy that it's scary. That's right. That uh, would be we, the we had a long discussion about Teen movie. Wolf, and uh, we both decided that we were going to involve it in this category because, I mean, when it comes to werewolves... You ain't going to see anything better. Yep. I tried to wear my jeans on the inside of the tongue of my tennis shoes the other day, very similar to Michael Fox in... What happened to you when you did Lost that? In Teen Wolf. I actually was kicked in the balls and shoved in the mud, and people laughed at me. And I came home, and I cried, and I drank some peach schnobs. Which we're going to do very soon now, because very the St. Brendan's is officially cashed out. I may begin sobbing because of past nightmares, memories of what happened to me when I pretended to be Team Wolf. <laughs> okay, Jeff's going to go and grab the peach schnapps now, which we'll be plugging momentarily. I'll give you my top three werewolf movies. I got Brotherhood of the Wolf, which you already discussed. I got Teen Wolf, which is fantastic, which we already discussed. And like my man Corby, I got a little movie called Silver Bullet in there. Silver Bullet. Awesome movie. Now, this was tough. This was real tough for me to pick between Teen Wolf and Silver Bullet. But, you know, since this is a horror movie show, I got to go with the one that's actually a horror movie. So I'm going to have to go with Silver Bullet, a Stephen King adaptation. The book, if you want to check it out, is called Cycle of the Werewolf, and it kicks ass. What do you think about Cycle of the Werewolf, I'm Jeff? I'm back with the schnapps. All right, Jeff is back with the schnapps. We got a little Dekuyper. Dekuyper? Is, is it Dekuyper? Uh, it looks to be German, maybe. Okay, so it's Nazi schnapps. <laughs> and uh, let's see, there, there's no real, uh, real there's no uh, website on here or anything. So we're just going to say Dekuyper peach tree schnapps. Natural peach flavor. That's right. It is... 30% of, wait, sorry, 15% alcohol, 30 proof. Hold on, Phil, hold on. Okay. I need to tell you this. I don't think you're supposed to be drinking this. Why's that? There's a warning on here. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcohol beverages during pregnancy <laughs> because of its risk of birth defects. Do you want to give birth defects to another child? It's bad enough that both of us were given birth defects because our mother decided to do frontal dives into shallow water into the creek behind our house while she was pregnant with us. While high on crack. <laughs> yeah. Is that... That's wild. No, maybe I should lay off the peach tree for the next nine months. 
Yeah, but you probably won't. So let's pop that bitch All open right, let's, and drink well, it. Well, let's uh, let's do that. And <laughs> in the meantime, while I bust open the Dekuiper, Jeff's gonna give you category number five. Number five. This was another tough one, similar to best werewolf movie. Kind of hard to think of movies for this one. There's a lot of movies that were maybes and we weren't sure about. We weren't sure if we should classify them as horror movies. Some some good alien movies that we didn't really want to put with alien horror that I really liked was Signs, M. Night Shyamalan, very good movie. Uh, Fire in the Sky, Day. which, have you seen Fire in the Sky? No, I haven't. Very good movie, based on a true story. Not a lot of people probably have seen this movie. It's a very good alien movie. It's Fire about alien abduction. You should check it out. Uh, also, Jeff just mentioned... Didn't you tell me you were abducted by an alien? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, why not? Because I'm not supposed to. Okay, Independence Day. Bill, are they monitoring you? Is that Okay. Why? No. Bill, why can't you talk about it? I just don't want to. Give me your goddamn number three. Did the aliens take no. you in the closet? No. With your uncle? Okay, I guess that's a touchy <laughs> subject with Phil. Moving along. I'm going to give you my nominees for best alien horror. Alien horror. And I just want to I just want to note that one of one of his top 3 is a PG-13 movie which you are not going to see very often. Yeah, now, we'll get back with the PG-13 soon. Soon. Why don't you give him the PG-13 right now? You're, right you're now. one that came that was PG-13. A movie with aliens that didn't really look like the typical aliens we've all seen in movies. Normal aliens, I say normal aliens, but the aliens we've all been exposed to look like lizard people or snake people or Phil. The aliens in this movie are furballs, Phil. That's right, they're furballs. They are furballs. They're tiny furballs. So you may know what movie we're talking about now. This movie is called Critters. Critters. Critters Critters 1? Critters 1. Yeah, I would say Critters 1. That's the one that started it off. The sequels are also very good. Very good. But number one is what started it off, what gave it a kick in the pants and pushed it over the edge. So Critters would be my first nominee. My next nominee, Alien. Alien's an alright movie. Not my favorite. I just couldn't think of another one. It's an awesome movie. But my best alien horror movie would definitely have to be a movie called... Bad Taste by Peter Jackson. Or P. Eater Jackson. P. Eater Jackson. (laughs) Bad Taste. A movie where guys are fighting away aliens. Aliens' asses explode out of their pants. A Peter Jackson movie, so you know it's incredibly overly violent for no apparent reason. It's not necessary, but it's a very violent movie. And funny. That is why I made... Bad Taste, my number one choice for best alien horror movie. You guys need to get out there and check this movie out. In fact, just go out and buy all of the Peter Jackson movies you can find. Remember, Bad Taste is my number one. Phil, it's over to you. All right. um, My top three for best alien horror will be, at number one I have, the original Alien. Great, great movie. The original Alien, uh, The Thing, the remake, 1982, John Carpenter, Kurt Russell. Awesome movie, very gory. Who but doesn't my, love Kurt Russell? I don't know. but uh, The sexier version of, let's say, 
I don't know, Phil. What do you who do you think he's gonna be? Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bo- no, Humphrey Bogart is a very attractive name. I like Humphrey Bogart. That's another episode, another show. Film noir, Humphrey Bogart. I love Humphrey Bogart. Anyways, back to Phil. I that was an awkward. For this that was pretty awkward. Breakthrough. Okay. <laughs> but that may be another personal episode I may record in the future. For all of you film noir fans out there. Back to Phil. Alright, my winner. An Arnold Schwarzenegger wow. classic. Winner. Predator. 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 What do you think about Predator, Jeff? Predator. He's trying to make the Predator sound and not doing a good job. Predator, good movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger, get down, get down, bitch, get down. This movie actually had two U.S. governors in it. Two? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse Ventura. You're kidding me. There was Jesse Ventura was in this movie. Jesse Ventura was in this movie. Something I didn't realize while watching this movie. Okay, so that's best alien horror. We're going to go now to our... That movie could actually be classified as best political horror, too. (laughs) Do you like that? That yeah. could be another category. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll go over that one. Maybe the Anatomy Awards Part Two. Next category, I'm gonna jump in here. Best slasher movie quotations or series. What'd you take, Phil? Uh, let's see. I had to go with Friday the Thirteenth as as one of my nominees. There are currently eleven of them. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Another one is in production right now. Comes out this Halloween. Uh, Halloween. The Puppet Master series also made it. Uh, there are, let's see, seven of them, I believe. The last couple were not too great, but the first five kick ass, so I had to go with those. My third one, I'm going to have to go with the Chainsaw Massacre series. I, I like the, the original. I think I believe there are four of them before the remake, five with the remake, and they are making a prequel to the remake. Which oh, all, which man, comes man. out the week after the Friday the Thirteenth? Like we talked about last remake. episode, puppets are freaking scary, people. That's puppets right. Puppets are scary. Now, obviously, my winner is going to be the Friday the Thirteenth series. I think Jason oh, Voorhees man. is definitely the horror movie icon. He is he is without a doubt easily my favorite slasher. Okay, now that's the Halloween music. But uh, if, if you if you want to get Jason, you want to do. Now give him your top three, Jeffrey. Here we go, people. You ready for this? A lot of these movies may be new views for anyone out there that's looking for a good movie. At least the first one. Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. Best slasher movie or series. How many are there? There's three, and I believe there's a fourth in production, but wasn't finished. I actually own the Sleepaway Camp boxed set, which has four. He's not kidding. He 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 actually did buy it. Sleepaway Camp is a great slasher movie. If you've seen the first one, after you watch the first one, you probably shit your pants at the end. (laughs) Phil will vouch for me in this movie. Yeah, if if you have not seen the original Sleepaway Camp. Rennett, we we're dying to hear your opinion of the end because you don't have any idea it's coming. They never hint to you that Scary. it's coming. We're not going to give it away here. Let us hear your feedback. Go get Rennet. this movie, Sleepaway Camp. Hold on to the whole movie. Get to the last five or ten minutes. 
and then bam, there'll be a turd in if your If your local pants. video store's only got it on VHS, bust out your VCR, this will be worth Get it. Get it. It'll be well worth it. Good, good slasher movie. But once again, the series itself is good enough. Second and third are the better of the bunch. If you like just relentless killing for no reason, people getting killed with drills and saws and getting shoved in latrines, it's a real good slasher movie. Okay. All right, number two. Number two, Leprechaun. Leprechaun. There Phil and I had a discussion about this. That's right. There are six Leprechaun movies. Leprechaun 1, 2, 3. Leprechaun 4 is Leprechaun in Space. Then you have a little movie called Leprechaun in the Hood and Leprechaun, Leprechaun back, back to, to the, the hood. hood. That's two, the number two. He wasn't done in the hood. He had to make his way back to the hood. That's right. Once again... Little People, Leprechauns. The first Leprechaun movie actually has Jennifer Aniston in it. And she's a very hot girl. People. She is. Leprechaun. Did you know that I believe one of the Leprechauns also has Leonardo DiCaprio in it? Am I wrong? As far as I know, yeah. <laughs> All right, then. I don't know where I got that, but Leprechaun, short sure guy, killing people. Don't steal this guy's gold. Don't steal this guy's he virginity. He doesn't fuck around with his gold. You steal this guy's virginity, he's going to come find you and kill you. All right, and number three on your list? The chain, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This wasn't just the Chainsaw Massacre, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wh- which one was your favorite? Were you a big fan of the original, or did you like the remake more? The remake was probably a little bit better than the original. Really? Because really? the original was a bit hard to follow. It was a bit... I liked it because it was a darker movie. I'm the kind of guy that usually likes the originals. I'm, I'm shocked that you like the remake more. I do not. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, was a bit hard to follow. It was dark and dingy. I believe it was filmed on 8mm camera, which I usually like. It gives it that grainy look. It gives it a dirty feel. And the Texas Chainsaw Massacre original is a good movie. I would watch it over and over and over again since I was a little kid. I have no problem with that one. The new one really, really helped me when, within the first several minutes, a girl shoots herself in the mouth yeah. in the back of the head with a gun. Yeah, I think as Once far I saw as, that, as it disturbing was goes, the, the remake may have been a little bit more disturbing. However, I, th- I think the original kind of uh, set the pace for slasher movies. So Maybe I, would have, right, I would have to choose the original over the remake, but both. If you haven't seen either... I would actually like to say let's make the Texas Chainsaw Massacre first and second original and remake one single slasher movie title. Okay. And I will say the Texas Chainsaw Massacre either original or remake would be my best slasher movie. So that that is your winner? Best slasher movie of all time, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Good choice. Followed by Sleepaway Camp and then the Leprechaun series. Nice. Okay, now the next category, and this th- this is a category that you don't get much from in the way of horror movies, really. Mm-hmm. We're going to go best PG-13 rated horror movie, and this is this is all time. This is back in the day. I mean, I know back in the 80s you could get away with PG-13 a lot better. Nowadays you get a lot more PG-13 horror movies just from companies releasing them as PG-13 just so kids... Under the age of 17 can go see them, which means that they're going to suck a lot more ass most, now than they used to. Most PG-13 movies are for, 
high schoolers, junior high schoolers. Right, they'll that. release them in the theater, PG-13, and uh, when they come out on DVD, it'll be an unrated DVD. They're usually Correct. a little better. Cursed is an example, Not which isn't good, good at all, but I can't even imagine how fucking terrible it must have been as PG-13 in the yeah. theater. But basically, PG-13 gives high schoolers an excuse to go to the movies and make out in the movie theater. That's things. right, because they're really usually, I do in, usually, in most cases... There isn't much to be watching on the screen, so you're going to want to make out with the person sitting next to you. Make out, feel, maybe hit second base, maybe fall down at first base and hit your head and you get a concussion and you put in jail. Okay, jail. So, <laughs> so uh, now, now PG-13, there was one movie, I think, PG-13 that stands alone as far and away the best PG-13 horror of all time, but we'll get to that in a minute. Hold the on, fr- Phil. What is that movie? I said we'll get to that in a minute. All right. Okay. First thing I want to kick things off, a movie that maybe not a lot of people have seen, you can probably find in your local video store, The St. Yep. Francisville Experiment. A great movie. Very good movie. It's PG-13. You can't really tell when you're watching. That's one of the things I really like about it. You don't notice that it's edited down. You don't notice that they're cutting things out to get to that rating. It's filmed... Sort of in the tradition of the Blair Witch Project and Open Very Water, similar. something like that. It's uh, not, a, not a movie a lot of people have seen, something you should definitely go check out if you're a fan of the Blair Witch Project. This is kind of, it's about, it's basically about a group of, are they filmmakers, Jeff? They are documentary filmmakers that are looking to document haunted houses. Paranormal experiences. Right, and there's houses. a certain house that people say are haunted. and it basically, It's actually a plantation, I believe, in New Orleans. Right, right, right. And that they want to they want to take their cameras in. They're doing something for school. They want to see if they can verify whether or not the house is actually haunted. Catch some ghosts. That's right. And uh, you won't you don't really notice. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was a low budget horror movie. I hadn't heard about it till its video release. So the special effects are not bad. I mean, it's definitely a PG-13 movie. You should check out if you have not seen. Uh, the second movie on my list, uh, maybe one of the better endings of all time. I, we kind of disputed whether or not we wanted to add this. To the horror movie genre or not, but I went ahead and went with it pretty much because it's got ghosts in it and it's got a terrific ending is The Sixth Sense, which M. Night Shyamalan also made Unbreakable, The Village, and Signs. Uh, very good ending, I'm sure everyone's already seen it. Uh, my number one movie, and I think Jeff will agree with me on this, is a very disturbing movie called The Ring, a remake of Ringu, a Japanese horror movie which I did very not like. Good. And But The Ring, very disturbing, very good movie. Gore Verbinski directed. He also directed Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Pretty good director. Very, very disturbing movie. And as far as PG-13 goes, on, it's Phil. about the best you can do. Didn't Jerry Bruckheimer direct Pirates of the Caribbean? No. He may have produced it. He didn't direct it. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So now we're going to jump over to Jeffrey. He's going to give you his top three. My top three. Best PG-13. A movie we talked about already. Critters. This movie is PG-13, but it's a great movie. There's actually some cussing in the movie. There's quite gore. a bit of violence. Gore. People getting shot in the neck with alien spikes, furball spikes. It was 20 years that. ago. You, you could put a lot more in PG-13 20 years ago. It's sad what the world's come to today. You, they won't allow furballs shooting spikes and biting people's balls off anymore. It's sad. <laughs> I, I don't know what their problem is. All I have to say is President Bush sucks. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that one. Okay. That's another episode. That's that, our political that's our, episode. That, that goes back to our political horror movies, political statements show that we'll Correct. be doing sometime in the not near future. Now the rest of my movies are similar to Phil's. St. Francisville Experiment, as Phil said, a great movie. 
very creepy. Pays homage to the Blair Witch Project. It was made after the Blair Witch Project. They actually mentioned the Blair Witch Project in it, which is always makes me sick. But it's cheesy. But they do mention it's it. It's real you can, cheesy. You can make it past the fact that they mentioned that in it, which I hate. But anyway, go but ahead, the Jack. way they set it up, it's very realistic and it's very frightening. The house comes alive and starts moving and paranormal activity happens and it's a very good horror movie and for PG-13 it's a very good movie. Yeah, good acting for, for, you never heard of anyone in it but the acting is actually pretty good. Correct, it's a great date movie for if you picked up a girl down on the corner and you want to take her home and show her a movie, show her a good time. I mean chances are you're spending most of your money on her so you've only got a couple of dollars. Head down to Hollywood and Hollywood rent the St. Francisville Experiment. Jeff, give them number, your third one. I don't know if it's your number one or not. Uh, next is The Ring. Is that your number one? Yeah, I'd say that's nice. my number one. Nice. The Ring is a great movie. The movie that they watch in the movie The Ring makes The Ring a great movie. Yeah. That is very, very creepy. Yeah, that, that might be one of the creepier things in any movie. The random images, the sound on the videotape, the everything that surrounds what that videotape is makes that a great PG-13 horror movie. Check it out, Very y'all. creepy. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen that. Don't forget our other movies, though. We got Critters, St. Francisville Experiment, Sixth Sense. Check out those movies, too. Those are also good movies. All right. We are ready to move on to our eighth category. We're going to go with Best Horror Movie Sequel here. Best sequel. Best, best movie to check out if you like the original. Plenty That's of them. we're going to go with here. Uh, we're going to bounce over here to Jeff. He's going to give you his to kick things off. I've talked about all these movies in the past, I believe. Sleepaway Camp, there's a second, a third, there's a fourth in production. That's a great sequel. Leprechaun, there's a two, three, four, five, seven, ten, forty. Who knows what's coming out? The Leprechaun's going to take a U-turn and go back back to the hood. As long as Warwick Davis is alive, they're going to continue to make these movies. And yep. I applaud them for it. And, of course, we got Belial getting back into the action. Belial's coming back. Belial, the deformed Siamese twin goat boy, basket case. Second and third basket case movies are great. I've got them on VHS. I'm not sure if they're out on DVD yet. You've got to get Basket Case 1. After you watch Basket Case 1 and you shit your pants, clean them out. Go back to the store. Get the second and third. The second, I'm going to give you a preview, guys. Belial is back to his pornographic ways. He's riding some deformed, another deformed twin. Belial actually... Knocks up another deformed Siamese twin. You're shitting me. We're talking deformed Siamese twin babies. Nice. I'm not kidding. Is is that is that your winner? That's my winner. Best sequel. By far. Best, Best sequel. sequel. Basket case Basket two. Basket case two. Slash three. Slash three. Basket case two over three, but two three. Okay, uh, I'm going to go now with my best sequels, one of which no one will agree with me on, I'm sure of. I'm sure uh, First, I'm going to kick things off with Aliens, which may even be better than the original Alien. Uh, Alien 3 is also a good movie. I even liked Alien 4, Alien Resurrection, which most people despised. Yep. But, yeah, go go in, check out Aliens. I would I'd probably say, I don't know, almost better than the original. Very close. Uh, now, here's the one most people are, actually, no one is going to agree with me on. The Blair Witch Project 2, Book of Shadows. Crap. I thought it tied in very well with the first movie. Obviously, I don't need to explain to you how much I liked the first movie. I, I thought it tied in well. I thought uh, that the performances were actually pretty good also. Uh, no one on Earth agrees with me on this, but uh, I like, is correct. I like the Blair Witch 2 quite a bit. I, 
They're supposedly making a third one, which I'm sure I'll like also. Blair Witch, baby. Blair well, Witch. Phil, well, Phil, what's your next nomination? Okay, my next nomination is The Devil's Rejects. Uh, I really haven't been able to decide whether or not I liked it more Rob than House of a Thousand Corpses or not. I just recently decided that it was a horror movie, so maybe if you'd have caught me last week, I would have put Devil's Rejects at my number five instead of House of a Thousand Corpses, but it is right there. It is right there. Devil's Rejects, a great movie. I hope Phil picked this as his number one. What did you pick, Phil? Oh, uh, The Devil's Rejects. Good job, that, that is That is easily number one on my list. And I'm looking forward to the next Rob Zombie movie. It's also the number one best Rob Zombie's wife shows her ass movie, too. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, Sherry Moon Zombie is very nice. She's a beautiful girl. But she we're going to move on I to the I hope he next. casts her in his next movie. All right, Phil. No more than that. Okay. Sorry. Next category. Okay. Next category. We're going to go best horror movie director. Listen to this one, guys. Best horror movie director. Okay. I'm going to kick things off with a guy who's been making horror movies for a long-ass time. I believe, I'm not 100% sure on this, I believe Halloween may have been his first one. Uh, he may have made some bullshit movie that no one ever heard of before that. But his first big one was Halloween, for sure. I want to go with a little man. His name is John Carpenter. This guy continues, even now, uh, Ghosts of Mars, which I liked. Uh, probably not a lot of people are going to agree with me. I'm not sure that it was his last movie. It was one of his last movies. Also a good movie. But uh, John Carpenter... Great horror movie director. Uh, my number two, I'm going to go... Now, my number two my number one, there are two directors. As far as I know, they've only made two horror movies e each, but they've both been excellent. I'm looking forward to both making more in the future. I'm sure they Definitely. both will. Uh, my number two is Eli Roth. He directed Cabin Fever and the recently released Hostel, which is an excellent movie. Probably still in the theaters. Go Got check it. it out if you like gore. Hostel is very disturbing. Mm, gore. Now, my number one, he's only made two movies also. Two excellent, excellent movies. Robert? Mr. Rob Zombie. Robert Zombie. Mr. Rob Zombie. Now, this guy is a character. He loves horror movies. If you've watched his MTV Cribs, he's got every one ever made. And he is off to an excellent start with his first two movies. So, Rob, keep up the good work, dog. There's only more good movies to come from this director. That's right. I mean, I can't imagine he's going to go anywhere but up from here on out. So, Jeff, I'm going to go over here to Jeff. He's going to give you his top three, and I guarantee you haven't heard of one of them. Well, John Carpenter you have heard of since Phil just talked about him. Good director, done a lot of good work. My next guy, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson is best known for Lord of the Rings, King Kong, movies like that. But he got started in horror movies, Bad Taste, Dead Alive, Meet the Feebles. All good, gory, gory horror movies that he spent a lot of time. And he obviously had a big budget on a few of them because their effects are great. Some of the best special effects I've ever seen. Peter Jackson is a nominee. My next nominee is a guy named Mark Jones, the director of the Leprechaun movies. And before today, I had no idea that Mark Jones actually had a hand in making the Leprechaun and the A-Team. The freaking A-Team. This guy went from the A-Team. From B.A. Baracus to the Ms. Leprechaun. Mr. T, a sweet A van, an old man that drove around with a cigar in his mouth. Let's not forget Face and Murdoch. A show where nobody ever got shot, nobody ever got killed. You couldn't shoot them. Nobody ever died in that show. That's right. But the A-Team succeeded. Mark Jones succeeded. He went on to make several Leprechaun movies, including what, Phil? 
Leprechaun, Leprechaun back, back to the hood. To the hood. T-W-O. He wasn't done yet. He needed to go back. He made a Yui in his little go-kart. Went back to the hood. Spent some time with Jay-Z and maybe Master P in the hood. Bill knows all about that. That's and right. I'd have to say my number one director of all time is definitely Peter, Peter. Jackson. Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to go with Peter. That's easy. Peter Jackson made two or three of my favorite movies of all time. Bad Taste, Dead Alive, Meet the Feebles. Great director. And that rounds out mine. It is time to get to our final category. Final category. Our final category. Now, this is one... Nowadays, it's getting very popular. I mean, even next week alone, next next week, March 10th, there's a sequel or a, a remake coming out called The Hills Have Eyes. It's a remake of a Wes Craven film. Looks I great. Believe, from the mid to late 70s, which looks excellent. We're going to go see it next weekend. We'll have a review on the website. But anyways, back to horror remakes. Now, this is a tough one because there are so many good ones. It was very Tons. tough for me to come to a decision on this one. Now, I had The Thing in there originally. The Thing, the original Thing was made, I believe, in the early 50s. And it is a great remake, but I just I couldn't get it into this category because there's too many remakes that were better. Now, the first one I'm going to kick things off with is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Great movie. Now, this is very close to as good as the original. Very, almost as close as you can get. My number two is Dawn of the Dead, another movie that I have a no. hard time going. I go Dawn back and forth Dead. from which one I like more. But my number one, and the reason I picked this as number one, is because it's so much better than the original. Great book, horrible original, great remake, the Amityville Horror. If you have not seen this movie, go see it. Uh, You should watch the original just to see how terrible the original is. Uh, If you want to read the book, it is also an awesome book. I believe the guy that wrote its name is Jay Adams. I'm not 100% sure on that. But it it is one of the few remakes that stands alone as... Much, much better than the original. So, the Amityville Horror, I'm going to have to pick as my best remake. So, the Amityville Horror is Phil's best horror remake of all time. That's right. All right, Phil. Now, on to my nominees. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Phil listed that one. Self-explanatory, a great remake, like we talked about earlier. Very gory. Much more modernized from the original. Better, more... Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, plenty of good-looking girls. It's shot much more cleanly. It's a, not an overall better movie because it follows pretty much the exact same movie prior to this, but a great remake altogether. Next, I would say House on Haunted Hill. I, I will agree with you on that. That is an good movie. Remake. One much of the worst, the one of the worst endings ever. But up until yeah. the ending, which I almost always shut this movie off with about ten minutes left. But up until the Definitely. ending, which is god awful, it is a very good movie. Uh, plenty I've of creepy the, scenes. I've seen the original. Plenty of creepy scenes. Good acting. Uh, just, Hot I, I just, oh yeah, and I just the ending just. Phil, I, I, was, I can't even Phil, watch it. Was there any snooch in this movie? Snooch. Uh, what's snooch again? Snooch is an adjective for, what is it, Phil? Vagina? No. Snooch is an adjective for... Bush? No. Hair pie? Snooch is an adjective for... I don't, I have no idea. Horse trough. Horse trough. Horse trough. Okay. No, I I don't believe that there's any horse trough in House on Haunted Hill. 
Okay, but anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm in total agreement with Jeff on this. 13 Ghosts is another remake that I thought was very good. That's, 13 Ghosts. Very that's good. right up there, would be close in my top three, just didn't quite make it. And uh, Jeff's going to give you his original remake. My number one best horror remake of all time is The Ring. This one's a remake because it was remade from the Japanese version Ringu, which Phil discussed earlier. Not good. Not a good movie. The American version is much better. A much better looking girl. Yes. Well, it depends on if you like Asian women or not. But yeah. The remake is a great movie all around. Creepy movie. Good plot. Good ending. There's even a sequel. But this uh, Don't original, even get me started on the sequel. The original Ring is what I believe the best horror remake of all time, people. And that rounds out our... First annual Anatomy Awards on the Infested Sound. If we didn't give you an idea of what kind of movies we're into last week, this will definitely... I mean, we gave you our top five last week. This will definitely get you in on exactly what kind we like now. I mean, if we weren't specific enough, yep. you now know what kind of movies we're into. And I'm sure everybody's getting sick of us just doing shows on top fives, top tens, top nine thousands. But we really want to. we want to bring in the audience that... that that wants to listen to us, so we want to we want to give you what we like. Right, we need the audience to be dedicated to horror movies and have similar taste in what we like. Actually, you don't even have to like what we like. Send us dirty emails, make fun of us, call us, I don't know, jackalopes, boner biters, whatever you want to call us. What have you been called, Phil? Um, dick sucker. <laughs> dick sucker. Yeah, that's pretty it was, extreme. It was pretty offensive. Didn't your girlfriend call you that? Yes. Wow. But, once again, that rounds out the first annual Infested Sound Anatomy Awards. Let's hear it, guys. Let's hear it. Beautiful. It was a great show today. Great show. I just want to remind everybody, here in the final segment in our conclusion today, our website's up and running. What's the website, Phil? www.theinfestedsound.com. Check it out www.theinfestedsound.com. That is our website, just as Phil said. And we next, also next have an email. Hold on. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Phil. I we also have an email address. What's that email, Phil? I don't remember. Theinfestedsound at gmail.com. That's right. Theinfestedsound at gmail.com, I meant. We need emails from you guys. Just give us an email. Let us know what you think of the show. Theinfestedsound at gmail.com. Don't send too many. One per person. Check out the website. Subscribe to our show. Don't forget, we've got movie posters we're sending out to the first 10 subscribers. We're Actually, gonna we're going to send it to one of the first 10 subscribers. One of the first 10 subscribers. <laughs> so you have a pretty good chance since we only have zero subscribers right now. Yeah, so get them while it's hot. How about we do this? The first three subscribers to the show get absolutely nothing. I think that's a good idea. That's I think a that's idea, a real way, real way to get things started. You people don't understand. You greedy bastards do not understand that we do not make much more than minimum wage working at Arby's. That's right. It's fr the subscription is free. It's not like we're asking you it's for free. a lot. It's free. You know, if you subscribe, we see that you subscribed. It gives us a little bit of self-esteem. Maybe we'll get a real job. Maybe we'll move out of our mom's house. Someday. Maybe we'll bring home some tater wedges and mail them out to a few people. It's hard. We tried doing that before, but the letter got all greasy, and they sent it back, and I ate it, and I got disease and anthrax and herpes and all kinds of stuff. That's right. So, first 10 subscribers, and this is no joke. We are going to put your names in a hat, one of Jeff's hats, 
and then we're going to pull a name out. Whoever we pull, you're getting sent a poster. It's probably going to be open water, but if you really hate open water, let us know, and we won't do that. You know what hat that drawing is going to go into? What hat we will place these names into to draw from? No. No, I don't know. World's best grandpa hat. The world's best grandpa trucker hat. That's a good choice. I wear that hat every day at work. I actually have to tape an Arby sticker over it because I got in trouble last week. My manager tried to give me a speech about how assistant managers need to dress in the company attire. That's bullshit. I said, hey, I'm the world's best grandpa. I don't have to take that shit. All right, we we just went over an hour, folks, and that was our goal. An hour. You just listened to us for an hour. Congratulations. We apologize, but you can't have that hour back. Ever. Ever. We've stolen that hour, but we want to finish this show up. Don't forget, www.theinvestedsound.com. We're going to be back. We're going to start our reviews next week. Hopefully, we might. We may have Final Destination 3, The Hills Have Eyes, possibly. I can't I'm, I'm make no guarantees. We don't have very much money, so it's hard for us to get into the theaters. We actually sneak into they're, the movies. They're pretty good about checking the exits now. One of us will pay for a ticket and then walk around and let the other yep. person in. They're pretty much on to us now, so I can't guarantee it, but soon. Soon, the reviews coming up will be next out. episode. A little preview, movie reviews, more alcohol drinking. We're gonna have a different sponsor next week. God knows what we're gonna be drinking next week. Hopefully, we haven't got food poisoning. Next week, movie reviews. We're gonna try and go see some movies this weekend. Horror we'll give movies. You guys, some insight. Horror movies. Maybe we'll make the show a little more intellectual. But we need to finish this up. We've already gone over an hour. I'm sure you people are getting bored. It's past our bedtime. I know we've got a lot of cutters out there. You probably started slitting your wrist already. <laughs> we we don't condone cutting. We don't condone cutting. And Phil, let's finish this up. www.theinvestedsound.com, theinvestedsound at gmail.com. Phil, you have any last words before we finish off here? Yeah. Uh, please tune in again. Tune in again, folks. Remember what I said last time. Stay out of trouble, go watch some horror movies, pull your head out of your ass, and get a life. Get a life, unlike us. We'll see you guys next episode. Take it easy.